0: Well, hello, Burning Tarot people. This is T. I've been gone for a while, and big thanks to those of you who've inquired as to where I am. I'm here. I'm here. Just been going through some stuff and uh, not doing a lot of readings. So, I did feel like today was ripe for readings, and I wanted to go ahead and pull some cards for us. You can hear maybe that it's a nice windy day in the forest. The ponderosas are moving about, flailing their lovely limbs. And the ponderosa ponderosa, the pandora moths, are starting to hatch. Now, these are um, big furry guys um, that... They go every other year. So last year, we had a gazillion caterpillars smooshing along the ground and finding places to dig in and take hold. And so this is a hatching year. And um, we have seen some of them near our house here in Deschutes National Forest. And... um, There's not a billion of them yet. That'll happen later. (laughs) That'll get kind of gross. (laughs) But for now, it's just kind of exciting to watch a few of them emerge. And, of course, the butterfly and the caterpillar are always a wonderful metaphor, one we've come back to several times in the short life of Burning Tarot. But I noticed, you know, I saw one come out, and um, with its sticky wings, you know, just freshly birthed out of its own cocoon, it was like very busily walking, 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 walking along the hose, finally figuring out a way to get over the hose, and then making a beeline for the nearest big ponderosa, where its wings make it blend in. And it climbed up there, couldn't fly yet, and then it just settled down after it got about seven feet up. It was like, ha. Whew, got there. And it's important to realize that that moth, so it started off as a caterpillar, and we like to think of this wonderful idea of transformation. Yes, each of us is just a caterpillar, and we're going to turn into a wonderful moth or butterfly any day now. And of course, in real life, the way that these creatures transform is quite gruesome. And um, the cocoon is a container in which the caterpillar dissolves itself. It excretes a kind of spit that makes it essentially digest itself, except for these things called imaginal cells. The imaginal cells somehow tell this little sack of goo, a cocoon full of goo, to reform and to build a beautiful butterfly or moth. And that's a pretty crazy prospect. So if we wanna use caterpillars and butterflies as metaphors in our language, we gotta keep in mind that the process of transformation is really intense and involves a complete dissolution of the self, something to keep in mind. My son excitedly showed me one of these Pandora moths right when it was coming out of its cocoon on our house yesterday. And we excitedly watched it and we said, it seems like something is wrong with its wings. And they were really gooey and they were not coming out and functioning and they looked oddly shaped. I went back today and there's a very happy, healthy-looking butterfly being born right next to that one. But that one that we saw, it's dead. It didn't make it through the transformation. And that's a rather sobering thing to contemplate. And it it works in with the cards that we've drawn for today. The primary card, the card that says, what's it all about? What's something that some of us who listen to or perhaps do the talking of (laughs) this very podcast what are we experiencing that needs to be looked at? We're experiencing the Ten of Swords. This is not a fun card. This, this is a creature who is pinned to the earth. This is a human who has been lanced with ten swords that are pinning him to the earth. There is a black sky with a little bit of hint of light underneath We know that um, after something terrible comes something good. I asked the tarot cards, and we're using the uh, centennial edition of the Smith Rider Waite, illustrated by Pamela Coleman-Smith. I was like, what is the underlying issue? What has brought us to this abject state? Kaboom, it's the tower. So one thing we might be experiencing is uh a very personal sense of being pinned to the earth and maybe without recognizing that an impersonal vast force has helped bring us to this state or this feeling in everybody's case I would say we there's plenty to suggest that we have social unrest, political division, and a pandemic. Just to name a couple of the large tower-like things that are looming over our individual and collective consciousness and unconscious. So the cards are saying, look to the larger catastrophe, look to any catastrophes that could help bring you to a place of difficulty with your emotions, uh, with how you are moving through the world. What if some part of us, we thought was going through a transformation process and really it needed to die off. It was ill-formed. The wings just weren't there in the right space. What if some part of us needed that and needed to die away? So that's something we can look at in t- terms of having a personal relationship with these cards to say the larger, collective, huge Tower of Doom stuff has been pounding away at us for months and months. And it, pay, it, it pays to go ahead and acknowledge that and allow that that energy might change our energies as well. And maybe in that process, there is something that we have needed to let go of. And maybe maybe we did let go of it, and that's why we're unhappy for a while. Because we're grieving some lost part of ourselves. Maybe we haven't let go of it yet. And so we're kind of pinned to the earth in a an attitude of stuckness or waiting while we work through our issues. The Ten of Swords... Um, is, you know, not a fun card. What can I say? You get pinned to the earth with a bunch of swords. Not going to be very amusing unless you're like performance artist Bob Flanagan or somebody like that. Um, he might enjoy that, but the rest of us do not. So when we find ourselves there, uh, it's tough. I mean, it's really tough to give ourselves the time to work through it. The 10 comes at the end of a cycle of swords. So some of this stuff may all just be happening in our own heads. It may just be internal misery. It may be uh, thinking and worrying patterns that were stuck in our minds. And the nice thing about pulling a 10 card is that it suggests you're at the end of a difficult cycle and you're about to start another cycle because that's how that's how everything works everything works in nature in cycles just like the pandora moth gets two years to um, be a caterpillar burrow into the sand and um, do its cocoon thing and then hang out for the winter and then hopefully burst forth in the spring or the summer you know everything has its life cycle uh including our thoughts of misery and our difficulties getting through our own misery so the cards are kind of reminding us like this is a natural thing i asked the cards well okay this is kind of this is kind of miserable What should we do about it? What's coming up for us, or what can we move into, as we're trying to um, to deal with ourselves in the Ten of Swords mode? And the tarot was very kind. It said, "Here's what you can do." It said, "You can do eight of coins or eight of Pentacles." I happen to love this card. This is a card of earth and of work. This card says, keep your hands busy. Find something to do, preferably manual labor or craft, something to keep your hands working and busy and keep you um, feeling productive. It's also a, a good time to learn something. So if you have an activity that makes you feel better, or that gives you hope, or lets you contribute to the world, but maybe you don't um, have a lot of education in that realm, this would be an excellent time to take a class. And there's a lot more uh, in-person classes going on nowadays, of course. I want to thank those of you who have asked me about tarot classes. Um, I am not up for teaching right now. (laughs) Going through my stuff. Going through my own towers and and swords and all the things. Um, But I might do that in future, so feel free to inquire. Uh, You can send email to burningtarot at gmail.com. If you think you would enjoy a workshop or a class with me, please let me know. And if there's um, a demand, I'll maybe do something in the future. Anyway, taking classes, learning more, and paying attention to the craft that's a wonderful thing that we can do right now and that's what's going to lift us out of, out of the state of stuckness and deep bummerness that we have from the tower and the ten of swords it may just provide respite and a sense of purpose it doesn't necessarily make the other problems go away but it gives us something to focus on and, um, and it's such a great card. Um, I'm sure I've described it to you before, but let me do it again. In, in the Smith Rider, we have outside of the town or the castle, there is somebody on a wooden bench, and they've got a hammer and chisel, and they are tap, tap, tapping away to make pentacle shapes, the star shape, five-pointed star. Onto the coins. And then the coins that are finished are kind of... Some are lying on the ground. Some are artfully zooming up a nearby tree. So there's this sense of metalwork and woodwork and um, concentrated busyness. And it's also worthy to note that um, the Eight of Coins person has taken themselves outside the village or the castle or the city. So they are near nature and they have the ability to concentrate. So if some of our work that we do and that we wanna focus on and improve, if some of it can be done in um, peaceful isolation, maybe that's not such a bad thing to pursue. Some, some of our work is stuff that has to be done with others or out in public. But part of, part of what's gained in this card is that concentration, uh, which solitude can definitely help with. So there you go. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go look at this uh, this other Pandora moth and see how it's doing. Oh, it's still there with its stripy fat body and its wings. How you doing there? You ready to come out yet? Maybe not yet. Well, it's pretty impressive. I'll try to maybe I can take a picture. Um, and I'm gonna spend a moment with the one that didn't make it and allow some, um, allow some grief. Because that comes with these heavy cards that we started out with. Uh, Allowing for grief can be hard. And, you know, maybe while we're chipping away, chiseling away at our crafts, that's a time when we can allow ourselves to go ahead and experience a little bit of grief and let it flow through us rather than trying to ignore it. Well... These lovely Pandoras and I wish for you a lovely week or two in the land of Burning Tarot. MT. Ciao.